Hey, hey guys, this is Steve from Talk to Court Upload, and this is your weekly MLS update. Ah, oh my gosh, guys, it has been a while. Welcome back. I apologize for it being so long since we've had an episode. We just had stuff keep coming up, and as you heard in the intro, it is just me this time. Uh, Looks like I'll be taking care of the MLS updates for a while, probably running solo. Maybe we'll have some guests come in and host every now and then. I'm sure Logan will make a few pit stops in every now and then, but hopefully you guys enjoy listening to just me ramble on about MLS and sporting in particular. Why would you not, you know? Uh, I'm ready to get this one kicked right off. It's been a while since I've talked to you guys, and I am more than ready to get it kicked straight off. So it has been a rough go of it since we had our last podcast. The last game that we talked about was the RSL one nothing loss. And boy, we have had eight games since then, and only one win. Yeah, you heard that right. Eight games, one win. Now, we have had three draws in that time. I guess take that as you will, but one point does not get you into the playoffs. One point at a time. I don't know what more we need to do, but we'll run down the list of the games here. We started off with a game in Vancouver, which we made our predictions for at the end of the last episode, uh, where I said 2-1, to one. Logan said one nothing, I believe. Maybe he said 2 nothing. Either way, it was one nothing, but it was Vancouver. Vancouver came out and beat us. We looked horrible in that game. Just couldn't get anything going. Kind of the story of all the rest of these games, too. We then went and played Nashville and got beat 2-1 to one against Nashville. Then we went to LAFC and got beat 3-1 to one against a very tough LAFC team. My eventual MLS champions, as you know from our preseason game, preseason podcast. Uh, but then we went and we got our first draw, finally. We played Columbus. And we got a 0-0 draw, which I guess that's good. It's better than a loss. I guess I'll take it. But we really didn't look very good in that game either. But that just kind of seems to be our thing recently. Uh, We then got a draw, 2-2 draw against FC Dallas. That's a little bit better because Dallas is at least a good team. So getting two goals, finally, getting multiple goal game was nice. Uh, We unfortunately couldn't come out with the three points. We only got the one, but it is what it is. Uh, Then the... Slightly more impressive one was the 0-0 draw to NYCFC at NYCFC, the defending MLS Cup champions. We went into their home and got a 0-0 draw. Uh, There was a lot to like about that game. Actually, we played really well. Very easily could have been 2-0 either way, honestly. Melia had a hell of a game, made several good saves, but so did the NYC keeper. We couldn't get past him either. It was kind of rough. I I wish we could have got a score. We could have got a win. But honestly, I was pretty happy with the way we played and the way we looked and coming out with a 0-0 draw on the road against the defending MLS Cup champions. Nobody's ever going to be disappointed in that. Then we had our U.S. Open Cup game, which started off and did not look like it was going to go well. 2-0. We got down 2-0 against FC Dallas at home in Kansas City. And then... Playing on a weird lineup with a bunch of starters that don't normally play. With weird rotation and everything. And then at, at halftime, I believe we were down one nothing at halftime. 
and then they came out and scored, and we started making some subs and putting putting in our normal starters, putting in Johnny and putting in Daniel and uh, putting in uh, Voinovich and Janice, and stuff started coming alive. We started scoring, and then we get that very last second in stoppage time goal to tie it, take it to extra time, and then we score in extra time, and we're up 3-2, and then Shelton puts away the puts away the fourth goal. Finally, Shelton does something good. Finally. Of course, it's not in an MLS game. It's or MLS match. It's in a U.S. Open Cup match, so it barely counts, but at least he finally scored. And that, I really thought that game followed by, sorry, that game following the NYCFC game, that was our turning point. That felt, that felt like it was it. You know, we got our stuff figured out. We started, we started playing better. Our subs got a little bit of rest, and then they came off and saw what what they could do and what Janice and Voinovich mean to this team and how they play well with this team and really thought that was going to be it. This is our turning point. This is where our season really kicks off and we kick our asses into high gear and we end up in the playoffs and we do what we what we like to do. And then we went to Portland on Saturday night. Then we went to Portland. You know, I tried to record this uh, night up right after the game and I tried to record this podcast several times and I could not do it because I was too angry to talk about that game. I just couldn't. 7 to 2. We got beat 7 to 2 by Portland. Now Portland played a great game. I don't want to take anything away from Portland's game. I don't want to take anything away from Blanco. He had a great game. His goals were insane. I mean I mean he played he played out of his mind. Blanco always plays really well against us, and that's why I don't like him when he plays us. <laughs> I like watching him outside of that, but Tui Loma gets that first early goal. You know, Blanco scored in the 46th minute, 12 seconds into the second half, and that was when it was like, uh-oh, we're down 2 to nothing now. That's probably not good. And then in the 52nd minute, Blanco gets another one. Blanco gets his brace in the 52nd minute, and all of a sudden we're down 3 nothing. That's really not good. <laughs> Then their new guy making his debut, Fogacha, I think is how you say his name, Fogacha, I can't really remember, but he puts one in the 56th minute, and that place went nuts, and we are in trouble. We were already in quite a bit of trouble, but at that point, we're looking at 4 nothing. Yeah, Johnny gets one back, you know, less than a minute later, and then Janice gets one in the 75th minute, but, you know, by that time, Fogacha had scored his second goal in his debut. And then they, I mean, the route was on after that, and it just, we just looked awful. We looked terrible. Every single, every single inch of our team looked awful. Uh, Johnny's post-game interview pretty much said it all. He looked like a defeated, defeated man. He was not very happy with the way the team played, the way the team looked, the way they came out, the way they just gave up. He said, we're easy to beat. That's what happens when your team is easy to beat, is what he said. I mean... I think, like he pointed out, over half the goals were off of one pass. One pass and a long dribble. Most of the, at least two of them that I can remember, were a half-field dribble. It was one pass and then a dribble from almost half-field and goal. Again, not to take away from some of the shots. Some of the shots were perfectly placed shots that had to be perfectly placed or Melia would have saved them. A few of them I think Melia probably could have got a hand on if the game wasn't going the way it was going, but... At the same time, they're professionals too, and you know, goalkeeper's not an easy position to play. 
It's seven to two, man. What an absolute disgrace. An absolute shit show. That game was awful. It does not have me confident going into Wednesday's game. You know, I'm excited to go. I haven't been to a game in a while, so I'm excited to be at the game and get to go and be in the cauldron and experience the atmosphere that I haven't haven't been, been able to go to very very recently, but I don't feel confident about it. I don't think I even want to be there, but I'm going to go. And I hope we can pull something off against Colorado. You know, I it's going to be a rough game. Colorado's is sitting in playoff contention. I mean, they're 6 points ahead of us. Which doesn't seem like that much, especially considering the way we usually play. But this season does not feel like a normal season. This does not feel like a normal sporting team. You know, I don't know what, I don't know what PV's doing. I don't know what he's not doing. I mean, I know what he's not doing. He's not playing the lineup that he needs to be playing. But he's playing the lineup that he thinks can win, even though it's proven time and time and time and time again this season that it cannot win. It cannot get goals. It cannot get wins. It cannot. Score in big moments when we need them to score. They cannot do it. They are not doing it. We continue to roll out the same lineup. And until that changes, I don't particularly think our season's going to go any different. I think it's going to continue going in the same trajectory that it's going as of now. Wednesday, I think, is going to be rough. I'll give it a 3-1 loss to Colorado. That's my prediction. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we get a different starting lineup. I hope we see Janice and Voinovich in the starting lineup because I think they have earned it. With their goals in, against FC Dallas in the Open Cup. Followed by Jonice's goal that he got in the game against Portland. Albeit a kind of a meaningless goal in a blowout game. It was still a nice goal. He was there. The guy, the guy has a mean header game. He's getting headers put in across the box. that are just perfectly placed. I hope it changes. But you have to call me a skeptic I guess for now. But. Until they show me something different, I'll just continue to be skeptical, I guess. Uh, let's take it around the league. I'll give you guys a conference update for East and Western Conference. Then I'll do a... We'll stick with the same tradition that we, me and Logan were doing, where I'll give a good, bad, and ugly. I think you guys can probably predict what my bad and ugly are going to be, but we'll get there here in a minute. We'll start with the Eastern Conference. We've still got Montreal on top of the Eastern Conference with 20 points. We actually have a three-way tie at the top. Montreal, Orlando, and Philadelphia. Uh, all with 20 points, uh, six wins for Montreal and Orlando, five wins for Philly, but they have five draws to the other teams, two draws. Um, all three of those teams looking looking solid, honestly, uh, looking much better in the East than the East in general looks a lot a lot more even than it did last year, where New England just ran away with it and everybody else looked terrible, but. Looking a lot better. I'm really kind of excited to see how the East keeps coming out. Um, pulling in at number four, one point behind Cincinnati. And then the New York Red Bulls are also sitting at 19 points in fifth place on a technicality, really. Um, and then you've got NYCFC in sixth place with 17 points. And the last playoff spot going to Atlanta with 15 points. Uh, you got D.C., Charlotte, and Columbus all with 13 points just outside that playoff line. Uh, but only two points down, Charlotte. Hoping to still make a push. I'd love to see them in the playoffs. You guys know I love Charlotte. For no reason, but I enjoy Charlotte, so I'm hoping they'll make a push. And New England, Toronto, Miami, Chicago rounding out the end, but honestly still pretty close. 
Chicago being in last place, they have 10 points. They're only 5 points off the playoff line. So a very close Eastern Conference um, as of right now. Uh, the Western Conference, not quite as close. A little more spread out, but still not bad, I guess. Uh, but it is still early. Only only about a third of the way through the season. Uh, LAFC on top. Nobody shocked there. 23 points. Uh, seven wins, two losses, two draws. They, they're incredible. They look really good. 23 goals for uh, 2.09 points per game. That's ridiculous. Uh, FC Dallas, actually, in second place, one point behind LAFC, 22 points. They've got six wins, one loss, four draws, 19 goals for and eight against with a two-point-per-game. Uh, they they have been looking good, except for apparently when they play us. We draw them and then beat them in the Open Cup. Granted, we played in the Open Cup. We played their B team, but still wins a win. Number three, surprise, surprise, Atlanta. Nope, just kidding. Austin, I don't know what I'm reading. Austin in third place, 20 points, three points behind LAFC. Six wins, three losses, two draws. That's nuts. I don't think anybody thought Austin was going to be that good. I know they beat us earlier in the season, and we were like, uh-oh. Or end of last season, rather. And uh, But they apparently have figured some stuff out, and they're playing some pretty good pretty good soccer right now, sitting in third place. I'm excited to see if they continue to push. Uh, LA Galaxy in fourth place with 19 points. RSL in fifth place technically also with 19 points. Uh, Houston, kind of coming out of nowhere there, in sixth place with 15 points, also with 15 points. Colorado, our opponent on Wednesday, is sitting in seventh right above the playoff line and one below the playoff line, but also with 15 points is Nashville. Portland right there with 15 points as well. Uh, in tenth place, we've got Minnesota with 14 points, so one point off the playoff line is the Minnesota Seattle in 11th place right now with 10 points, sitting at 3, 5, and 1. But let's be real, it's Seattle. They're still playing a home playoff game this year. I think they definitely focused real hard on the Champions, CONCACAF Champions League, which huge congrats and huge shout-out goes to them. You all know anybody who's listened to this podcast or listened to me talk about MLS in general or knows me in person knows how much I hate Seattle. But for an MLS team to go in and win the Champions League, that is a big deal. I don't care who the team is. Just getting that monkey off our back and getting an MLS team in there to win that Champions League is awesome. Great. Great on you, Seattle. Your MLS season has clearly suffered because you have clearly been focusing on CCL. But I think everyone who watches soccer knows that Seattle's going to go on an absolute rip tear throughout this summer, and by the time playoffs come around, they'll be playing a home playoff game because that's just what they do. Uh, San Jose tied with them right now with 10 points, uh, 2, 5, and 4 uh, with 10 points. And then our lowly Wizards sitting in 13th place with 9 points, 2, 7, and 3. Two wins, 7 losses, and 3 draws. I got nothing more to say about that. I, it'll make me sick to talk about it anymore, so I don't want to. Vancouver rounding out the bottom in 14th place with 8 points. So ours a little bit a little bit more spread out. Uh, they're sitting at 8 points below. eight About 8 points outside the playoff line is the spread. Whereas in the east, they're only 5 points. So a little bit wider, but again, only a third of the way through the season. So 
plenty of season left. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to see where this goes. Uh, let's get you guys a good, bad, and ugly, and I'll let you all get out of here. Um, I'm going to start with my good. Get some good going into here before I go into the bad and the ugly. Good for this week is going to be Austin FC in general. Sitting 6-3-2, 20 points, third in the West. Austin FC's playing some good soccer. And honestly, I don't know if you guys watch them. I watch a lot of uh, a lot of MLS games, and lately I've found myself watching a lot of Austin games. They are fun to watch. They really are. They're fun to watch. They score goals. They have a lot of good team play, a lot of good passing. Uh, their goalkeeper's good. He's fun to watch. They're just fun to watch. And nobody thought they were going to be any good. I don't like Matthew McConaughey. It's the only thing I don't like about Austin FC, but... Their team is pretty good. They are fun to watch. They are my good for this week. My bad. I think everybody knows where I'm going to go with this, but my bad specifically is Peter Vermees in general. No lineup changes at all. Leaving out Voinovich and Janice. I always forget how to say his name. I always want to go back to how we used to say it, but I'm trying to get it right. Voinovich, Janice. Both of them being left out of the lineup after their recent performances. How hot they are, how on fire they have been playing, and he keeps leaving them out. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense, and it pisses me off to think about it. I'm getting pissed off again thinking about it right now. I don't get it. Change the lineup. Do something different. We have two wins. We have two wins. We've lost seven games. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I hope he does something, or I hope he gets fired and we get a new coach. I don't know what it needs to be. I love Peter, but I don't want to finish in 13th place this year. I just don't. Uh, my ugly this year is also going to go along the lines with sporting and another specific. It's Kyrie Shelton. I have such a problem with Kyrie. I've always had a problem with Kyrie. Anybody who knows me knows that. I don't understand how he's still in the starting lineup, let alone on the team, honestly, but in the starting lineup in particular. The man has 10 starts in MLS games. MLS games. I'm not counting the U.S. Open Cup. Just the MLS games. He has 10 starts. He has zero goals. He has zero assists. And he has three shots on target. Three. Three shots on target. No goals, no assists. In what other sport can you be that bad at your job and still get to play? I don't understand it. On any other team, he'd be riding the bench. And honestly, as we showed from the U.S. Open Cup game, he does pretty well coming off the bench. Why is he still starting? We, you know, we have other options in Voinovich or Janice. I mean, Janice plays wing a little bit better. but Or slide Johnny up there like you've done before. Or slide Shallowy up front. I would be fully on board for that. Put Janice in on the wing and put Shallowy up front and let Shallowy do his thing. And we can have Johnny, Janice, Shallowy up front with Voinovich coming off the bench and let Kyrie pass out hot dogs to the cauldron for all I care. We don't need him for anything. Get rid of the man. He's a nice guy. He really is, but we don't need him. We need hot dogs in the cauldron more than we need him. Let's get that going. How, how about that for an idea? Anyway, I'm done bitching about sporting for now. I can't talk about it anymore, so... I'll try to get back with you guys at the end of next week, hopefully after the Colorado game. Uh, hopefully hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully we pull out a win. Like I said, I'm not super confident about it, but hopefully we can pull out a win. That would be great. I hope I'm wrong. I'm really excited to come on here and hopefully talk about how wrong I was, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. I'm sticking with a, with a pretty... Uh, 
a pretty hefty 3-1 loss to Colorado. I think we're I think we're probably going to get our butts kicked. And then on Sunday, we play San Jose. I think we got a better chance of getting at San Jose, but we'll just see what happens. Uh, I'll go I'm going to go 1-1 draw on San Jose. So a 3-1 loss to Colorado, 1-1 draw against San Jose. Hopefully I'll get back with you guys after the Wednesday game before the San Jose game. But we'll see with work and everything if I can do it. Definitely I'll get I'll get back with you guys after the San Jose game and we'll catch up after then. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I hopefully this wasn't as boring without having Logan here. Hopefully you guys are interested in just my takes for now. Uh, we'll see if we can get somebody on with the next uh, the next episode. We'll see if I can get somebody else to come on with me and talk and banter and tell me how wrong I am. As always, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate hearing how wrong you guys think I am. Uh, give us a follow here on Twitter, tru underscore pod for the Talk Record Upload podcast. And if you feel so inclined, you want to give me a shot, uh, head over to my Twitter, Steve with three E's in the middle, S T E E E V E Perry fourteen on Twitter. Uh, on Twitch and all that good stuff. Give me a follow. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you have any questions or anything you want me to go over in the next one. Otherwise, I'll get with you guys next week. Appreciate you. Y'all have a good week.